0: Hey everybody, welcome into to another edition of the Financial Answer Podcast with Nathan O'Brien, Registered Investment Advisor at O'Brien and Associates, Founder, CEO, Big Dog, all that good stuff. As always, <laughs> we <laughs> like to see... Uh, We like to say welcome to the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to us. If you're at the website, thefinancialanswer.com, you click on an individual episode, you can always click on a way to subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, whatever. If you're not and you found us another way, cool. Make sure you share that with us (laughs) and uh, share that with other folks. We appreciate it. Nathan, buddy, how are you?
1: I'm doing great. I've had a exciting week so far. I got to meet uh, one of the big dogs I yesterday. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, here in the uh, in the podcast realm, this is only Tuesday. So we record the show on Tuesdays right, and, right. and get all that Post going. On but yesterday, I, yeah, that's right. Yesterday, I got to go see and meet uh, Dave Ramsey for the first time. He's a pretty nice organization, actually, fantastic oh, organization, yeah, yeah. and. He was really down-to-earth, really nice, easy to talk to, and just super friendly. Cool. I was really surprised. Now, where that, was that at? Um, it was in, in Brentwood, um, mm-hmm. just a little south of Nashville. They, they have a magnificent campus there. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> you can't call it a building. It's about four buildings that yeah. they have there. And then they're building a new one about 15 minutes south of where they are now that they're going to move to. And oh, okay. it's, uh, it's a little bit large yeah, there. He's, so, yeah. he, he's not hurting. No. They, they print money pretty yeah pretty they, often they do, there, do, I think. do pretty well there that's for sure <laughs> they do yeah well but a great organization got to meet some really cool people cool. there and and yeah just uh they've got cookies in the lobby too fresh bait you walk in you can just go <laughs> get any kind of cookie you want and you know cappuccino coffee water whatever it's just there and available and of course there's a bunch of other people there so it's just enticing as soon as you walk in and then you know, just the staff and everyone else makes your day even better as you that, go through. It's it a really awesome. cool place. Well, yeah. so Nathan yeah.
0: mentions meeting Dave Ramsey, and then the cookies are high on the list after cookies that. Cookies are
1: really high on the list, especially chocolate chip cookies. I mean, yeah, that's you know. just, you know.
0: <laughs> you can't go wrong there. Well, hey, listen, right. we're, we're trying to get these podcasts in a good bite size, so let's jump into our content for today. Yeah. and uh, And see if we can share some fun with some folks. We're going to talk about reactions to market corrections as our confidence cornered this week. But before we do, I've got a funny news topic. Topic for you hang on the extra extra read all about it okay so here's my news topic for this week nathan i saw this it was a little uh it was a little i think it was yahoo finance but it said advisors with favorable last names do better than advisors without <laughs> and i wanted to get oh, your funny. reaction on that um, because that's your name funny. is your full name is nathan Seamus abernathy mcginty O'Brien. <laughs> yeah right (laughs) so i wanted to see what your reaction was no i actually in all seriousness this article did say advisors with favorable more american sounding last names even though they may Hmm. not actually have as much certifications and things of that nature tend to do better from a client standpoint than those without and i just was curious as to get your take on that
1: you know, I think all the people that have taught to me, and I've had actually a lot of people mention that to me, really? surprisingly. Okay, and and most of them will say, you know, as they were growing up, their parents taught them that, you know, at the end of the rainbow there was always that pot of gold okay. because of the Irish, right? And so that's that's what they're hoping to ex- to receive from me.
0: <laughs> it's <So. about> a pot <laughs> <No, laughs> of no, Nice, I'm just kidding. Nicely done. No, he he turned kidding, so he I- <laughs> turned my own joke against me, folks. <laughs>
1: Well, I don't know on that. I've never heard that, but uh, our firm does pretty good. So I think it's probably. Well, and so
0: the favorable but, last names, it wound up being really funny right. because it's the most oh. generic things in the sun. It's Smith, Jones, Williams, <laughs> know. you know, things of that That's nature. Right. So and the funny thing is the person did their support, I think, was like a Dr. Jen something. I couldn't pronounce his last name. <laughs> so it was very interesting. And I think it was Yahoo Finance, but I'm not 100 percent. But I just thought that was kind of curious that we still kind of see sometimes people do have a little. Predilection to go someplace where they feel as though they might get a better service, and it's not always the case. Yeah, so you yeah. know, do your homework, I, really, is what I was. No, we that's say, right. right?
1: That's true. And, you know, the last name, I've got a good friend that his last name is First. Uh-huh. And he has to be really careful because the SEC does, you can't say, you know, I'm best first financial right. advisor or first financial advisor, that kind of thing. So you have to be real careful about that. And, you know, That's with, funny. with what you're allowed to do and things. So, yeah, it is it is funny. But he, he always just throws some one liners with that, you there know, you of go. course. Yep. Yep. Well, I just,
0: I really comments, wanted to but, use it as a way to share the fact that your full name was Nathan Seamus, Abernathy McGinty over. <laughs> (laughs)
1: it's nathan daniel (laughs) i know but it sounded much funnier (laughs) the way i did.
0: it does no it does (laughs) all right folks well that's our silly little in the news bit we'll be right back we're gonna do our confidence corner hang on i like money i like knowing that i have it it's time for the confidence corner All right, we're done clowning around here on the program. This is the Financial Answer Podcast with Nathan O'Brien. Until oh, next week. Until right. next week, exactly. Uh, I want to talk reactions to market corrections here on, yeah, on this episode. No, that's good. We talked about the China trade wars. We've talked about things going on, all the blipping. That's my fancy financial term. <laughs> that's right. uh, the blipping of the market. And so I've got a couple of things here. I want to just kind of run these past you. So okay. when we see the market moving you know, in a downward direction, we often see people react in various ways. So I've got kind of yeah, a couple of categories, okay? And okay. I'm gonna let you kind of tell me what you see. What advice might you give to folks yeah. who might okay. be uh, who might fall into this category? They might be the over trader. They see it yeah. moving, so they're like, "Oh, I got to move this, and then I got to jump into that." And
1: oh like, mm. yeah, no, it's such a natural thing for you to want to do that because you know we feel like the more action we take, the right. more control that we have. You okay. know, So if we are trading those stocks and getting in and out at different times and doing a lot of research and all, it's really very akin to when we go to a casino. If we're at the slot oh, machine yeah. and we put in a $20 bill and we pull that lever that first time, you know, if we don't win, what do we do?
0: That machine's bad. We, I'm going to another that machine. That machine's <laughs> bad. Now,
1: <laughs> that's not what we do. We pull the lever again or we push the oh, button again, oh, I you do. know, and keep I, I go from machine oh, okay. to machine until I hit so you one. And, around. Okay. If it gives me something right away,
0: I stay there. If it doesn't, stay I'm there. out of there. Oh,
1: yeah, so you're different than 99% of people out there, but uh, no, which we knew that. My wife all, would all agree. Of, all of our listeners knew that. So, no, that's uh, – That's just, you know, that we feel like the more action that we take, the more things that we try to do, the more control we have, the more control on the outcome that we have. And with gambling, that's not the case. With investing, that's not the case. So, you know, trading things around all the time is not the answer. You want to get the right portfolio. You do need to trade sometimes, rebalancing, bringing things back on track, getting it back in line. But other than that, then, you know, buy and hold it. That's what, is going to be successful over the okay. long term at least historically
0: okay well then maybe i fall into this category with the one arm bandits maybe i fall into the panic category then because that's my <laughs> next one so from market you know, from a market standpoint yeah. uh, you see people who constantly worry that you know any little downturn as small as right. small or right. big is bringing on sheer apocalypse right
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, the question when I have clients that kind of get to that point, which that happens occasionally, you know, especially if the market gets bad enough. So if I have someone that gets to that point, the question that you always have to think to yourself is, okay, if I'm panicking now and I want to sell, well, it's down more than likely at that point, it's down. So why do you want to sell while it's down at a decline? That's the worst time. And then it is, it is the worst time. And then the other question that you have to get, you know, you have to know the answer to is when are you going to buy back in? So when does the market, because you've got to be in the market to outpace inflation. There's not really anything else that does that over time. So you've got to get back in at some point. So when is the time to buy? That's two things that you don't know the answers to. No one can see the future. So you don't know when to sell. You don't know when to buy. So you might as well just hold on to it for the long term. Panicking is not going to help you in many situations in life.
0: No. Well, it's falling, Nathan. And so I don't want to keep falling. So I've got to sell now. And that's usually the case, right? But you don't that's, know, yeah, you don't know that it's going to keep right. falling. I mean, just look at just uh, last week, I believe, when we were talking about it, when, you know, uh, there's a couple of comments at the beginning of last week between uh, our president and the president of China. And I think yeah. there was a two yeah. and a half or three percent drop the one day. But the next day it was mm-hmm. back up three percent. Same thing that happened yeah. in December of 18 yeah. and in January of 19. Big drop, big climb. So you don't know. Panicking is just making it worse. It
1: is. It is. And normal market volatility is two and a half percent a day. Okay, you know you that's very common, very normal. Yeah, very normal volatility. And you know, one thing I talked about this in the last class that we had with our with our clients. But one of the things that I didn't even know for certain was looking back over the past hundred years, the S and P five hundred. Every single year over the past hundred years has had at least a time frame where it was down 10%. Oh, wow. So during the year, yeah. Every during single during year, a calendar year? During the calendar year, wow. yeah, the s was, was down at least – Right, at least ten percent during that time frame. So, and most years end up with a really nice positive. So, you know, just because the market is down two or three or even ten percent, it doesn't mean that the market's going to end up with a negative for that year. So, it's something I just I didn't realize that there was that much volatility in the S and P 500. So, it's something that you can you know look at, see. You know, I'll be glad to send anybody the research on that. It was pretty cool.
0: Interesting, very interesting. Well, if you'd like to get that, you just reach out to Nathan when you're on the website. The finding. FinancialAnswer.com, you'll see a little thing there. It says contact Nate or reach out to Nate, and you can reach him that way. You can also give him a call at 855 coach Okay, so we're talking reactions to markets. Basically, we're talking like personality types, right? So over trader, <laughs> the panicker, yeah. the head in the sander, okay? This is the person that's just t- too worried. <laughs> Maybe it's opening up the physical statements. Maybe it's clicking on their Ameritrade account, whatever. But this is the person that's <laughs> too afraid to look to see what's yeah. happening.
1: Well, but they're also, you know, I think a lot of times they're kind of stuck, you know, so they're too afraid to make any action to make any decisions to do anything. And, you know, that's not the right thing to do either. You don't want to overreact, but you also don't want to simply not do anything. So when markets go down, it, you know, when stocks are down, it's time to rebalance. You sell bonds and buy stocks at that point. Okay, So reallocate, maybe rebalance your portfolio at that time and buy the stocks at a cheaper price. That's a good time to take a little bit of action to do something along those lines. So putting your head in the sand is not the answer either. You do need to get some education, get some confidence, build that knowledge and build that understanding of how markets work. And that will keep you from having your head in the sand. You don't have to know everything, but there are just some basic things with investing that you need to know. That's what we built our firm on, helping clients understand those things.
0: All right. So we'll go to the opposite side of the coin then from the head in the sander to the, you know, extreme confidence person. The person that's like, (laughs) Hey man, I just not sweating it because the market always comes back and I'll be just fine. And that's a, great attitude to an right. extent, depending on what <laughs> yeah. age you are in life, maybe. It, that's
1: right. That's what I was going to say is that, you know, that's typically the 20, 30, 40 year old that's got a long time frame, you know, before they're going to retire. Right. And so um, the person that's in retirement, if I see that, you know, sometimes um, well, if I know how they 're allocated and everything 's okay then that that 's fine okay, but if you don 't know how you 're allocated, if you don 't know how diversified you are in the asset classes that you hold, then that really really can cause a lot of problems because. A lot of people are a lot heavier in stock allocations than they should be in retirement, and you can lose a lot of money that way. So, um, and that can really blow up your nest egg. It can blow up your retirement plans and cause you to end up ultimately having to go back to work. So, extreme confidence, unless you truly know how you're investing and know what you're doing. Even in that case, it's still good to make sure that, uh, that things are set up right and you're reviewing those things with your advisor regularly.
0: Well, a much better approach might be to have really good confidence in your plan and then true. you don't have to yeah. necessarily feel yeah, as though true. like, right? So it's like, look, I've got yeah. a good, strong plan and I know I've got confidence that if I follow <laughs> the plan, the plan will work. If I work for the plan, the plan will work for me.
1: That's right. You know, I make the false assumption a lot of times that everybody's got a plan. They don't, you know, but as I'm talking about (laughs) this, as I'm talking about this, I think about that. And in reality, most people don't have a plan. And it just doesn't make sense to me that people don't sit down with an advisor and and do that before they retire. It's just, it's something that we always end up finding things that, that could blow people's retirement up, you know, and so the importance of having a plan, we cannot stress that enough here on the show. And I'm glad we do what we do on that. But the confidence comes by knowing, you know, what to expect in the future and knowing your standard deviations, knowing what you are planning to spend in the future as well. So good question.
0: Yeah. And actually, if you found us another way, you may have found us as you may have seen some ads that have popped up on Facebook or social media for the investor awareness guide. If that's how you found us here on the podcast, that's a great way for you to get that guide, you can uh, just simply order that through the little ad that you probably clicked on. And of course, while you're here, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast, get notifications on future updates, future shows, things of that nature. We try to do one about every week and send out a little bit of useful information when it comes to investing, finance, and retirement. Hopefully, we keep these kind of bite-sized and you can uh, kind of consume them when you're driving a little trip over to the grocery store or whatever church or whatever it might be, Uh, you know, Bluetooth your phone to your car now and you can listen to podcasts versus regular radio. Or maybe you're out in the garden and you got your earbuds in, whatever the case is, make sure you check out the podcast. Uh, we Again, we try to do these weekly, so hopefully you find some useful information from Nathan O'Brien, Registered Investment Advisor and Chartered Retirement Planning Counselor, as well as a local SmartVestor Pro with Dave Ramsey, who we mentioned at the top of this podcast. He met this week, so very, very cool. And uh, Nathan, buddy, thanks for your time. As always, I hope that people yeah, appreciate you. the podcast.
1: Yeah, thank you. I hope everyone has a good weekend and uh, we'll talk to you next time.
0: Absolutely. And be cool out there because at the time of this podcast, it's going to be in a, like <laughs> 95 be for the rest of the week. So <laughs> That's uh, right. I'm going to be in the pool. Hopefully y'all stay cool <laughs> as well. And reach out to Nathan before you take any action. If you ever have any questions, do not take action without talking to a qualified professional like Nathan O'Brien. Give him a call before you do 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. And as always, thanks for listening to The Financial Answer and go to the Financial thefinancialanswer.com and uh, get that Investor Awareness Guide or book some time with Nathan as well. We'll see you next time here. Bye-bye. O'Brien & Associates
1: is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.